second and goal fantasy podcast i'm calvin your host with you as always and in today's show it's time for the fantasy championship week preview big questions starter sit booms and busts helping you win your fantasy league because it all comes down to this week hopefully you're in the fantasy championship whether you win or you lose maybe you're playing for money maybe you're playing for pride and maybe you're just, yeah, maybe you're playing to dominate your friends and to show off to them at next year's draft and to flex on them for a whole year because that's the most fun part of winning in fantasy leagues. But whatever you're playing for, it's time for your championship this week. And I'm here to try to help you win. Of course, I've got all of the picks for today on today's show. If you have any more questions, you can always send them over on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod for the podcast. Second goal fantasy at gmail.com. You can send your emails there too. Big question. Starter sit booms and busts. And you know, that booms category, that's the league winners category. And the bus category is the league losers category because it's extra important this week. And of course, I'm going to strive to make those picks as accurate as possible as always. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. It's championship time. I'm going to try to get all of these picks right for you so that you can win your fantasy leagues. So thank you all for tuning in. It's championship week. I got a championship in my home league coming up, trying to win it. So, and I've actually got players on this show that's this kind of scares me. I got players on this show that I'm talking about on both sides, players that I'm kind of afraid of and also players that I like. So it's kind of a battle for me right now as to whether my team will actually pull it out, but I do like how my team looks overall. So we're feeling pretty good. So let's move into big questions. Here's a player I have that I am concerned about, Josh Jacobs. Can he overcome the 49ers this week is the question. Now, we talked about like Brian Robinson last week with the 49ers and how he's running in this power running scheme, which is better to counter this 49ers top ranked defensive line. But now I feel like with Javon Kinlaw back, I mean, he came back last week as well, but this 49ers, there's definitely not a weakness, their interior line. And I think it's honestly still a strength against this. uh, I mean, even against Josh Jacobs, who is of course struggling over the last week or two, Derek Carr stepping away from Vegas over the last two weeks. So he won't play. And so the problem here now becomes, can Josh Jacobs actually run the ball effectively when his team is behind? Will they stick with the run? And I am scared based on historical precedent that they won't. And so with Carr, I mean, with Carr gone, it scares me, this offense, a lot. And against this tough defensive line, Josh Jacobs feels like a guy that you're really, I mean, you have to start him, but it's you're going to really, really hope that you know, some of your other guys on your team step up because he's, despite being the RB2 this year, he might turn in a dud fantasy performance for you in the fantasy championship. And I mean, again, like the fact that Jarrett Stidham is now starting in this offense, Derek Carr suddenly stepped away. Raiders don't have much to play for. I don't think he can overcome this big 49ers defensive line. Again, that's also getting Javon Kinlaw back this week. Can Kirk Cousins have another big game this week versus the Packers is the next question. I think he can. I think he will. I think we see this Packers offense step it back up. Of course, they've been red hot in recent weeks, which means Kirk Cousins will have to throw the ball. And Kirk Cousins has been on fire for fantasy football. I think, I mean, Lamar Jackson's not going to play, but in my main league, I'm or I'm considering like playing Cousins over Lamar. And I probably would have done so just because of how well Kirk Cousins has done. I think he's led you through the fantasy playoffs so far. There's no reason to sit him now. I think you start in the fantasy championship 
Last question is Brandon Cooks trustworthy against Jacksonville? I would say trustworthy for wide receiver three numbers. I just like I know I've had picks on Brandon Cooks in the past. I, I forget was I think he was a boom pick last week along with Jahan Dotson. He actually did do well getting a touchdown, and Dotson as well did well for you. He could have had an even bigger game. So Cooks, I I just don't love this week because the Texans won that game somehow. I don't expect them to win against Jacksonville. I expect Cooks to like, and I feel like we just saw like, unfortunately, probably what was close to Cooks' ceiling because if the Texans are going to be like that in a win and they've been much worse in losses, like I don't know how we expect Brandon Cooks to do great, even with the amount of targets available. He gets targeted a lot. He just doesn't catch them all because the passes aren't the best for him. So yeah, I don't really like it against Jacksonville. This isn't like an incredible matchup or anything, so there's no special reason to play him. I think play him is a safe floor option, but he's not worried. If, it was, if he was on the starter sit, I would give him a sit this week. Speaking of starter sit, let's move into that segment. Starter sit here. Hassan Haskins versus the Cowboys. Yes, folks, it's Hassan Haskins time because Derrick Henry is doubtful for the game against the Cowboys. And despite this tough Cowboys rushing defense, despite what the populace is saying about Hassan Haskins, I am starting him because I really, I mean, first of all, I believe in his college tape out of Michigan. I believe that, I mean, they the Titans invested a fourth round pick in him for a reason. He's not some sort of undrafted guy. He was a fourth round pick with a lot of talent and good vision and good physicality between the tackles. So Haskins can come in here and be serviceable and get a lot of looks because again, this Titans team, I mean, they rely on the run a lot. They don't have a ton of playmakers. They've got, of course, Traylon Burks and Derrick Henry though has been their main playmaker. And I think Haskins will be needed and they're going to be giving him the ball. They'll be feeding him enough carries for him to be fantasy relevant and give you a starting level workload this week. So I would start Hassan Haskins. Derek, Derek McKinnon versus the Broncos. I would also start the Broncos with their top ranked secondary. I think will shut down a lot of their Kansas city wide receivers, which we'll talk about in just a moment, but, McKinnon, I mean, he's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. He might be a safety blanket that Patrick Mahomes can rely on and has had really had a lot of upside. And he, I know he's been inconsistent, touchdown dependent, but you really need, if you really need a big performance, especially for fantasy championship week, you should throw him in there. I mean, don't be scared of risk when the opportunity is there to have a massive week. And that's what Jarek McKinnon provides you. And then Brandon Ayuk versus the Raiders. I would actually sit him with or without Debo Samuel, because I think this is going to be kind of a slow game. Ayuk's really busted in a about two of his last three games now, and it's going to be slow without Derek Carr. I don't think we see, like, again, a ton of um, necessarily – definitely not good offense from the Raiders, not, not a lot of passing necessarily from the 49ers if they get up big especially. And if Debo comes back, that gives another hit to Ayuk stock. But even without Debo, I would still actually sit Brandon Ayuk this week. So now, the segment you've been waiting for, the league winners and the league losers, it's the booms and busts. Here are my two fantasy football league winners for 2022 in week 17. Cortland Sutton versus the Chiefs. This 26th ranked Chiefs secondary for fantasy receivers. Sutton has not done that great this year. He's been fine. He's actually done pretty well over the last few games. Over his last four games, in fact, excluding his game with the hamstring injury, seven plus targets in all four, over 60 yards in all four. He had, I think, like seven, eight seven and like 11 or something along those lines. And he's again, he's been getting heavy looks from Russell Wilson is basically what that shows you with Nathaniel Hackett gone. I expect this Broncos team to play better because I mean, what happens is when you lose these bad coaches, when they're, they're out of there, we saw this with Matt rule getting out of there and the Panthers playing better under Steve Wilkes. If you have a truly bad coach, 
that's actually weighing down the team like Nathaniel Hackett appeared to do, the team, I think, will have a certain amount of rejuvenation, even at 4-11, and because they need to show something desperately or else, I mean, again, like especially Russell Wilson needs to show something desperately or else he will really just... I mean, first of all, that contract already looks like historically bad, but in, in general, I think it rejuvenates the offense to have such a negative influence gone and Russ needs to show something in the final couple games of the season to really justify the Broncos acquiring him. Obviously, he's had all season to do so, but hopefully this also means that the Broncos will switch things up a little bit on offense. But Sutton, he's been, him and Judy have both been solid. I like Judy as well against the Chiefs, but I think Sutton is due for a big game, especially given the numbers. He hasn't gotten in the end zone but if he could any of one of those games could have really been turned into a massive week and I like him against this vulnerable chief secondary Travis Etienne is the other league winner versus the Texans Etienne has struggled over the last few weeks but he's gotten a big workload I believe 13 or more carries in all four of those weeks the workload's been getting up there and up there again just hasn't gotten into the end zone with much of that touchdown luck uh, he's had bad touchdown luck but against the Texans I think Jacksonville will dominate and Etienne will be huge and I think Etienne may even have a bigger game than Cortland Sutton I probably like him to even have a bigger game but he's a little more of the I don't think either of these are obviously winner picks but I went digging for them I wanted to get guys who maybe were less obvious who could win New Year League and be the ones coming out of the woodwork to do so I would say ETN's more of the obvious pick than Sutton but ETN I also expect to do better this week and be your league winner for fantasy football in 2022 so let's do some busts before we wrap up this show the two busts the two league losers Juju Smith-Schuster versus the Broncos this top-ranked secondary he has slowed down in recent weeks getting less and less I mean he last week he really had a dud game in particular I think he gets shut down this week and I don't love it at all for him I don't think you should start him I think he might lose your you, you lose you your league if he's in your lineup and then Dallas Goddard versus the Saints he actually put up a pretty solid performance last week I actually think I had him in the start column last week uh with Gardner Minshew in there but he only got three catches was fifth on the team in targets and the Eagles still scored 34 points now with or without Hertz like Hertz might play if Hertz comes back I don't know if he's going to rely on Goddard right away because he's built up more of a connection with these other receivers and really had to throw to the boundary and a lot more to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't see a necessarily a carved out role for Dallas Goddard, and that's a problem against this top-ranked tight end defense in the New Orleans Saints. So overall, with it, whichever QB it is, kind of scares me because I don't see clear target path for Dallas Goddard in this week. So that wraps up the show. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope these picks helped you out. Again, send over your questions on Twitter at Calvin underscore SGF at SGF pod, second goal fantasy at gmail.com. Appreciate you all tuning in next week. The plan, I think I'll probably do just one episode for week 18. If you're still playing that week, maybe two, I haven't really decided yet, but keep an eye out for an announcement about that on the Twitter at SGF pod. And then after that, it's the fantasy year in review show, which is so fun because I get to play back all of my bold takes from preseason. And guys, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I remember some of these that I made, but I don't remember all of them. And it's going to be, I think I had some hits from the preseason that I can remember and also a big miss or two that I'm remembering so far, but some of them I don't remember at all. And so we'll get to hear exactly how I did, but I think you'll be happy to hear that episode because I think it'll be really entertaining just like it was last year. I really love, I mean, there's nothing more fun than for you guys as listeners than me listening to myself talk in preseason and either being really right which is fun for me to hear or dreadfully wrong which is funny for you to hear but I mean hopefully I got more of them right than I did wrong they were all supposed to be like very bold takes like takes where I'm going way out there and 
or have a low probability of being right. So I'd be happy of getting like a solid percentage of them. But at the end of the day, I mean, it still is for your entertainment to hear some of the ones that were big whiffs. But of course, there'll be some hits and it'll be fun to hear all of that and hear how I did this year in the bold takes. So thank you all for tuning in. Good luck in your fantasy championships. I know you're all, if you're listening, I know you're all in fantasy championships in every single league because I know that's how it worked out for you guys. So thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening to each episode throughout the fantasy season. This podcast is not going anywhere. And I'll be back like after the fantasy year interview and awards show. I think there will be a hiatus like there always is till the Super Bowl and then be back with one episode a week throughout the entire fantasy offseason. So thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you next time.